This is Joey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. I have two weeks, and I know. already blew your phone I know. away. I know, but I want to. I want to get to. I want double of what hey, I have JD, right now. I, I'm. I'm. I've. I've come to this like. Be happy with what you have and accept it. Yeah, I have a hard time with that. <laughs> I should be, but I have a hard time with that. Let's let's get started here. Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what? I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotion. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally imagine that. <laughs> I'm no sure somebody's written that one pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> 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 Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally See? I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my, my progeny to you, a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> But Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's my time. Uh, how do you measure success? Hey, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I am your host, Dave. And John. Hey, Dave. You guys are so enthusiastic today. I'm tired. Hey. <laughs> I didn't say that, because successful people never complain about being tired. Successful people have energy boundless all the time and mounds of cocaine apparently because i'm tired so i don't know it's been a stress it's been a stress i was, I was gonna say gd what you're talking about success yes let's talk about your great week and your kickstarter and all the wonderfulness i had a good week followed by a rough weekend and it's nothing to do with business it was the, the child yeah the wife mm. had this the wife had the second dose ah so she was on the shelf on saturday uh-huh. And the weekend spun out of now, control. Now, the, the kids spit on the dogs. So the dad had to take away everything from the kid. And then the kid has nothing. So dad has no time for anything. He's promoting this podcast and doing all or promoting the, this, this Kickstarter and all these podcasts, which is eating up his time. And I watched Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. I think I, I think I watched Mortal Kombat. I don't yes. know what happened. And, and we have to apologize to our fans because there was no video last week because... Because I was too busy to edit it. I apologize. I apologize. This has been... This Kickstarter's, man, it's a job. And I shouldn't complain because as of right now, we are more than double funded. Like, again, I said my... Like John said last week, my goals are low, which is like... <laughs> but my funding goals are low because it's more important to, like, blow them out of the water. Like, so that's the stress level. And I just launched my first ever Facebook advertising campaigns for them. And... You know, if you literally get like 2% of your clicks, like invest, it's mm-hmm. considered a success. Yes. But 2% is really hard to accept, right? It's just, it's been, I'm just, I, yeah. I, I work <laughs> for internet advertising, doing business an- analysis. And yeah, like 2% is really good for a game. Yeah. So that's why I have to accept that and not just get upset. So, I mean, like this is, man, these things are stressful. Like it really is like, I shouldn't be. I hit like I hit the goal. People are buying the book. People are happy, but you know, I just want a career full time where this is all I do. 
So is this where we play in the arms of an angel in the background and, and talk about your Kickstarter and say, please save a JD? No, I mean, like, it's not that bad. It's not like, it's, it's not like we're failing. And Sarah McLaughlin is awesome. You know, if I take my hair, if I do this with my hair, I look like a Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> Oh my God, John! Right now, JD is so very stressed, and he could really use your help. I am stressed. It's super stressful. But my friend John contributed, and he will be getting murdered. Do you want to be a vampire? I thought I might change it up this time. Sure, whatever, whatever you want. Like if you want, if you want me to burn in the light of day, sure. I just just (laughs) bought one of the books. I appreciate that, Dave. Thank you very much. But you want to be a vampire? I was thinking about them. Like, I wonder if I could make John the vampire this time because I think I got a character in it that easily could be known as O'Grady. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. I was thinking about that today, coming out of practice. I was like, oh, that might work. I have to run that by John. See if you would like that. Whatever you are, the author. I have paid you to use my name in however you want as so long as i am brutally murdered at look, the end. <laughs> look look now wait a minute wait a minute we're not off. even murdered i think i can just die it doesn't have to be murder as long as i am just it's a horrible ending now i have, I have a question <laughs> can i interest you in a kettlebell to the face Ooh, did you we're try all, that because i wrote that i wrote that already oh okay we're all friends here right right but i have a question in all seriousness all right so we setting something up did some okay well in one of your tier your tier that john bought Yes, you're, you, you're, he, you're, he's paying so that he's a character in your book, right? Yes, he's killed or or in the, you know, maimed or maimed loved, or depending on what. Yeah, is there like <laughs> I hate asking this? Did you look into whatever the legal ramifications are for that? Like, is that a, a legal contract or? Yeah, it is a legal contract. Okay, because you play your pledge is a legal because all pledges are legally binding contracts. Okay, yeah, that's so, that's why when I when I was it when it when I signed up for it, I had to smear blood on the. On the monitor. That's yes, yes. Well, he, signed, yeah. he has signed. In, he has in fact signed a pact with the devil. Hmm. Goody O'Grady. Because before you got on, John was talking about suing you. So I just wanted to make sure. But that's well. Here's the thing, though. Is like all I'm doing is like this is what it is. You can say this person based it on me, but in reality, I'm just using a name, and names cannot be right. Right. right? And it's yep. not defamation because I'm not. These are all, in fact, fictional people. When I go to my CVS down the yeah, down you, the street, when I say I'm John O'Grady, I have to specify which of three John O'Grady's right, I am. But when you so. but in the but in the book, when you describe the vampire as middle aged looking, balding, and grumpy, we all know what who the O'Grady is. You you, you missed the swilling whiskey, but you know, <laughs> vampire swilling whiskey. I like that. Oh, but, you might have started something, John. But I appreciate that. No, it's there are apparently. No one has tested. Let's be real. No one has tested this yet because everyone wants to be a willing participant in these things. True. And when you are a willing participant, you pretty much waive your your rights to get angry about it. Yes. Right. Because I'm pretty much laying out what I'm doing. Why would I get angry? I I paid good money for this. Right. Why are you giving him ideas? (laughs) That's what I do. I'm a giver. Yes, I appreciate mm. all the giving too. By the way, like on a serious note, guys, I, I really, I really do appreciate it. Like these things, I'm going to try to run. I said I was going to run four of these a year, like quarterly. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to go back to three. These are these these can take a lot out of you, man. They're, they're yeah. a lot of work. Well, hopefully they're you know oh. successful enough. And we revealed books. last night a brand new short story will be released with every pledge above ten dollars. All right. So I'm I'm sweetening the pot for everybody. Oh, I, want, I forgot. We, we we skipped over it. I want to ask you your wife. 
did she react worse to it than you did? So here's similar, actually. She did not have a fever. She did okay. not get sick, but she kind of threw her back out in the days leading up to it, right? Ooh. So the day post-vaccine, she was miserable. Like, she was in more pain than before, and I would, like, rub her back, and her skin was, like, sizzling. Ooh. Thanks. So maybe she did a fever. I didn't realize it, but she was in absolute misery that Saturday. That Sunday, I mean, she's sore today, but, you know, that again, that was unrelated to the vaccine, but that's pretty much it. Well, I'm just saying, because I've heard that it affects women more than it affects men. That's um... I We expected a lot worse, to be honest. Yeah. Like, we expected her to be laid up and like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. But, I mean, realistically, she just, she said she popped her neck in her sleep. Like, she was just shuffling around, her neck right, popped. Right. And I thought, oh. oh, sweet Jesus, she just slipped a disc. Yeah, but, my, you know, she's been now, okay. Now, my, my, my 76-year-old mother was fine. After both shots. My alcoholic, horrible shape, you know, smokes two packs of cigarettes a day. Father was fine after the second shot. And I'm like, dear Lord, this man will survive a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> and then my, my daughter, though, like, yeah, she like the, the second shot, she was complaining her arm was sore all day. She had a, a low-grade fever. Yeah. So. I've heard anecdotal stories that I've heard both compare contrasting that if you have no symptoms after the second one, it's because you've already had it. And I've heard if you do have symptoms after the second one, it's because you've already had it. So, I mean, like, again, it's all anecdotal, but I have no idea what to base any of this on. Yeah. yeah. I just had the gout. I felt like I had a hangover and I had gout 48 hours afterwards. John, did you have your vaccine? I've got the first dose. I get the second dose in two weeks. So, and, John, you know. How can mm-hmm. you tell if it's a hangover or the vaccine? Well, goodness, he ain't going to know. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. He's conditioned himself to it. Yeah, pretty much. He's ready you to know. go. He's been training for this for years. How was your week, John? Uh, it was okay. Yeah? It was good. Yeah. Nothing nothing to complain about. Whoa. Nothing to complain about. Well, we switched roles. I started, I started watching. I started watching a new anime, which is really depressing and i don't normally watch those but it's and i have to bring up the because my my brain is just you, you switched so fast i just lost <laughs> the train of thought but it's to your eternity and it's really weird and interesting and very depressing like the first episode is just watching a child die and it's, it's that's what it's well it's i don't know it's written well enough that that's like, you know, okay, so this is where we're going with it. But, but then it gets, it, it starts to get more interesting down the road. They're on uh, episode three. Now it's about, it's about uh, a God that throws a stone onto the world and the stone just, you know, starts to evolve and, hmm. you know, takes the shape of an animal that died on it. Then it takes the shape of a wolf, then takes the shape of a boy and the boy that died and it's just really interesting so so yeah that there there's a there's a shout out for something interesting otherwise you know i got i got no complaints you know everybody's getting their uh, shots a lot more action on the dating sites apparently because everybody's getting their shots and coming out of hibernation did you guys hear that they've they're in the trial stages of an hiv vaccine based on the uh, the specifically the moderna vaccine the mra stuff that they have yes that would be I, amazing. I, I, it's funny. I actually, I, I told you guys I went to a birthday party with my friends last week, and we mm-hmm. talked about this. And I said, what's fascinating about the Moderna, it's based on the this like thing where it doesn't really rewrite your DNA, but it 
it modifies it, it like educates your DNA. Yes, it educates right. your DNA to create antibodies for the the. It's a whole. It's like a new technology, and I'm like, since this got approved, you're going to see a whole bunch of like new stuff coming out. And they're like, oh, yeah. you're crazy, and I'm like, okay, so yeah, it's amazing. Well, that's that's like that's why you know a lot of people have been upset that. You know, the, these vaccines came out so fast, but the reason why they came out so fast is because the research on the mRNA vaccine distribution system has been around for decades. Right. right. We we kind of stumbled into, because it was so close to SARS and because we've had this MRA data, we kind of stumbled into something that was, I don't want to say easy to cure because we, you know, millions of deaths. But I mean, like we stumbled into something that at least we were better prepared for rather than if like someone just souped up Ebola, we'd all be bleeding out of our eyes. Yeah. Mm. No. And it's, it's also, but it also has implications for cancer research too. That's incredible. Yeah. If they can cure AIDS and COVID in the same trip, like they'll be humping in the streets. (laughs) Literally. Literally. I mean, it. people will be humping each other in the streets saying it's over. It's all well, over. Well, once once they get hurt, once they they'd have to get herpes too. But I've got herpes. I do. It's, what? I'm not kidding. It's from wrestling. I get it. I get breakouts right about here, right about here. Oh, it's a gift that keeps giving. It's like luggage. You never really get rid of it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's everyone is on tonight. Oh, 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 oh! Episode title: Herpes is like luggage. <laughs> Yes. Even even better. Even better. I I I I think I think that is it. There's like a pure wrestler thing where you look at someone, you see this gross malformation in their head, and you're like, oh, you got the herp, huh? And they're like, yeah, I got the herp. Okay, well, just don't touch me because my I don't want mine to flare up. And like, yeah, no, I I know the rules. I'll stay over here. I didn't know it was like that prevalent. We're we're and... gross people. Oh yeah. Us us amateur wrestlers. Do you know how many skin uh infections? And whatnots I've had ringworm, epitigo, shingles. Wrestling? Oh, yeah. Because it's the mat. Yeah, the mats and the people. The humans are worse than the mats. MRSA. What else have I had? I'm really glad I never picked up wrestling. <laughs> like, well, wow. I'm prepared. Like I said, when the kid, my kid will start wrestling this fall, not because I want him to, but because the little shit needs to learn to listen. So, <laughs> and I can trust those coaches. So, yes. So we'll be, we'll be ready. We'll be ready and armed with all the finest and how to get the cook off. <laughs> uh, so uh, now that the you, herpes conversation is completely derailed, O'Grady, he's not making eye contact with the camera. I could tell I'm, he's, I'm, I'm he's work, choking. I'm, I'm working choking on my raftalia here. I'm trying to. I'm trying to set her up. It's, you know, if someone has, if someone's listening to the podcast and has no idea what you're talking about, it sounds like. Never mind. John I'm, has a new toy. Let's just leave it at that. I got a new figure, a new action figure. Related. Action figure. What's she from? What's she from? Uh, did, uh she's from Rising of the Shield Hero. Man, oh, this, so this, we're off of, the rails. Anime, we are so yeah. off the rails. We're so we are, we are. Yeah, that's fine. I think people like when we're off the rails a little bit more than when we're focused. I think so. It's good. Oh. So anyway, so, you are so focused. You're like my kid when he gets a new toy. <laughs> you're just yeah. like i i have i have add i can i can i can focus on three or four different things at once so go ahead, dave how was your day oh oh, oh that's usually my gimmick oh rats <laughs> to get us back on track it was it's actually been most of the week was uneventful i'm going to see my granddaughters on saturday cool so my you know so this week i'm not doing anything your cancer-free granddaughter oh yeah I guess I I guess I could say that. 
Oh my god! I was like, did we? So my mind went I like told... four different places when there was that pregnant pause. I was like, oh no! It is so. So so okay. So that's right. I okay. I, I guess I'll 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 say that. Um, should I not have said? I shouldn't. Have no, said no. That. It's fine. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Because they're fine. As right? of Friday, my granddaughter is officially cancer free. Yay. Problem is, is that neuroblastoma, which is the form of cancer that she has, has a high relapse rate. So they're going to continue with the treatment anyway, as if, you know, it's just, it's just a precaution kind of thing. Which is this, is, a, is this the, a childhood only cancer or is this something that's good that could just look out for the rest of her life? It's most predominant in children under five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, she's going to get uh, the stem cell transplant and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's and that's going to be in like a couple weeks. So this will be the last time I'll get to see them all before or before she goes to do that. And then so that's like, you know, to be just to be careful. I'm not like going out or anything, really. So, yeah, like for the rest of the week, I'm going to be locked in my house. Stem cells are incredible. Awesome. They they are. Yeah. Hey, little girl whoop cancer's ass, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, she's happy and in, in good spirits, you know. That's, that's the way little girls should be. She's gonna be like seventeen. Like I had cancer. What? Like that's gonna be an awesome yes. thing. Yeah. No. That. That's. <laughs> Didn't yeah. they cure that two years ago with the mRNA virus? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how amazing is that gonna be when you're just like, oh, my cancer's acting up again? I know, right? You know, <laughs> like how? Like seriously, like how incredible is that going to be? It's gonna be like Logan's run eventually because we're gonna get so overpopulated when we cure everything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we won't be able to cure stupidity, though. No. Have you seen Logan's run? Oh, right. Right. <laughs> Lots of stupidity in that movie. Yes, yes. But a prime Jenny a gutter. Hmm. I'm surprised they never remade that. Or did they remake it? You're right. No, I think they've always been... T- I know Brian Singer was attached to a Logan's run remake forever. And then, you know, Brian Singer. Don't oh, yeah, give yeah. them ideas. I mean, they've already remade so much. No, that's that's a good one to remake because that's like aged horribly, if it was ever good at all. Yeah, the special effects True. are so much better today. You can make something that looks really good. Yeah, and it's a good concept. Like, the, the concept is really interesting. Like, it just... Make it better. Like, it's not that hard. There's a lot of movies that I think are right for remakes that should be. And there's a lot that shouldn't be. Like, no one should ever touch Back to the Future. But, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing someone take a crack at Highlander. Hmm. Yes. No, Highlander would be a good one because the, I mean, the following, like, talk about, like, that's got to be the worst drop in sequels ever. It's the most most, uh, retconned series ever. That's true. Having to retconning to make sequels. It was like. Oh. Because none of them work. Because like the Highlander concept is so cool, but they still very quickly drop the ball in the quickening. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh. Hey, so in the Highlander, they cast an, a Scotsman to play a, a Spaniard who's actually an Egyptian, while <laughs> casting a Frenchman to play a Scotsman. Yes, it made perfect sense, didn't it? With a great soundtrack by Queen. Yes, a bit one of the best. It's probably the only thing you can't recreate. I agree no. with that. Yeah. No, they that. they they'd have to go with that. No. You know what they probably do? They'd probably bring Zimmer in. Uh, <laughs> they probably would. Maybe he gets a lot of work. Yes, I'm giving people. I'm giving people hire him just because they know John doesn't like him. Yeah, I, I've been probably. doing that. I've been doing that for a while. It's our gimmick. Yes. So, so everyone's had a good week. I'm in. A, I'm in good spirits. Let's let's uh, let's move on to our favorite topic. You said you watched it, but you have no idea what was going on. 
Yeah, uh, there's a lot of reviews out there that would have hold the same opinion. So, so we're gonna say uh, Falcon. Oh, wait, wait! I can't say Falcon and Winter Soldier. Captain America, Captain and America, Winter and Winter Soldier, and Mephisto. Don't forget. <laughs> I was shocked when he showed up. Shocked. <laughs> I knew something was up with that bird from Wandavision. All right. So, <laughs> obviously, we we've all watched it, and yeah, you can make jokes about it. you don't know what was going on. It's interesting that they did end it in a way that they left a lot of things open. It was more of a transitional story than it was, you know, like a finalized, you know. But I have to say the final episode I loved. And I think the Falcon cap suit is like the most comically accurate costume we've gotten so far. I mean, I mean, that's it, right? That's it. That's I mean, the yeah. like, Yep, He's that, still he's got like no protection on the most important part of his anatomy but it is yeah, it but is true, completely the, it, what it, was in the comics i mean it's so funny because like i think that's the first time we saw the half mask like that in a movie like this or a show like this and it was like it actually kind of worked yeah i was surprised because sometimes comic suits don't work in real life i give you wolverine as a prime example yeah yeah you know that wouldn't <clears throat> that wouldn't work in real life the juggernaut yeah, you know, Na- name any costume from any uh, on any heroine. Right? Who's that heroine? No, <laughs> any any oh. any any superhero. Woman, okay, right? okay, okay. We all thought the Scarlet Witch would not work until Elizabeth Olsen just. Well, no, he's talking. She looked about, amazing in that. I'm thing. Ta- he's, he's talking about the skin tight outfits where, like, yeah, you're right. Somehow it suctions to their their yeah. breastal area, but breastal. that that has to go with most comic book artists are pervs. Sorry, Greg. And then they they yeah. all the. I like your work, sir. But but. Uh, well, hey, just name it any of the artists at Zenoscope. So. Oh well, that's their that's their gimmick. Like Zenoscope yeah. is like we don't do porn, but. <laughs> but like, and, and it's the same thing with men, right? Like they draw the anatomy and then they draw the outline of their clothes. Right. You know? Those things are like suctioned on, like. Yes. Nobody got a pooch. Nobody. There's got a pooch not ball. enough boob tape to to. But I mean, like you, you can even say that about Superman. Like, oh yeah, he's he's wearing a skin tight outfit that just his muscles off. With his super, he's got to wear the underwear to cover because if Superman doesn't wear the red underwear, we can clearly see his super dong, and it doesn't it doesn't work as right. But but it's funny when you think about how they've gotten around that with the way they paint the texture on the costume to show like the the six pack and all mm-hmm. that. Going back to Michael Keaton in the Batman movie, they said, here, take us. Here's a six pack. Exactly. <laughs> Don't do a setup. Here we go. So maybe they could do that with the, the women put like shadowing there. Uh, anyway. Uh, shadow. Who, shadow who, says they, who says they haven't? Yeah, I think you're probably right on that. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> yes. But I look at, well, we are so off the reservation tonight. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Sam looked great. Like the whole thing. I loved it. Like it was, I got a little, I felt like they did such a better job earning Sam becoming Captain America on this show than they, they did, did in the, the comics. comics. Yes. Yeah. Like it felt gimmicky in the comics. And this week I felt like we've had pretty much two years to rev ourselves I, up to the moment. I think, hmm. I think it goes back to the conversation we had last week about, you know, that episode last week about the, where they both were, Sam and Bucky, and their emotions around the whole thing, and like, and the and, and it's just a powerful moment where it's like, you know, Isaiah is telling Sam, "This country rejects you, so why would you want to wear the stars and stripes?" And he's like, "No, because of this, because of my friend Steve, who showed me like not everyone's like that. You know, I want to do it. You know," and he makes the decision that's it. 
you're right. That's where that's how he earns it. That's how he becomes such a powerful moment. It's like he's being told reject it, and it's like no, I'm not going to reject it. You know, I'm going to do what I want to do and, and help people. Yes, they they could have done another. They could have given it another two or three episodes to yeah. really flesh out some of this. Like when you end an episode with fake Captain America slaughtering somebody in front of an entire audience that's filming it that they really could have spent the next episode showing the reaction for that instead of now i thought about that right (sighs) because it's the whole and they even say international incident right in the episode like they don't right but they went right into a fight and then and then they kind of brushed it off and kept going and and in the last episode there's you know they're sitting there with What's his face and Bucky joking together? It's like, How, wait a minute. The guy brutally murdered somebody in cold blood. However. Yeah, but so is Bucky. Yes. That's that's the first thing. Like, yeah. So Bucky has done it too. And he's gotten a pardon. And to. Yeah, but Bucky, but Bucky re, re, regretted it. He killed people before he was the Winter Soldier. Well, yeah. but that was in World War Two. Still. So. And again, they can also make the argument that he was hunting down a terrorist. Except that the guy had his hands up and was and was like you know prone. Oh, it was and, shady. No, let's not let's not mince words. Yeah, but yeah, it was shady. But again, like there 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 are arguments around it. Is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it was right or wrong. I'm saying <laughs> our government would sit there and say he was you know hunting down a terrorist. It wasn't you know. Hey, we don't, don't like to get politi- we don't like to get political on this show. So we're gonna not touch upon these <laughs> matters and focus on the. <sighs> I'm just saying that's aspect of it. Yes, yes. Not war crimes. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> What's a little war crime between people? Between yeah. friends. This is a great yeah. show. Yeah, and really then it's a great show. I kind of, and it's funny. There was like a, the symbolism with the homemade shield getting bashed up when he was using it versus you know the actual shield was fine through the whole thing. Poetry. Yeah, poetry. It was just it's so well written. Like. It really is. And I think it does a really good job of bridging like us to a new spot because we kind of needed that next leader in the like in the Avengers. And it's gonna be it's gonna be Captain America again, right? As well it should be. So they've done a really good job pushing us to that next place. Hmm. I still find plot holes though. I, like- I do have I do have I do have a slight issue with that. No, not Let's that hear. I have not that I have an issue with, with Sam being Captain America, but in Captain America first Avenger they showed him earning being a leader, right? So it was natural for him to be the leader of the Avengers. Like Sam really hasn't been in that role yet. So yeah, it'll be no. interesting. And, and so, so I think they'll probably deal with that, you know. But there's different kinds of leaders, right? There's go out. There's there's the rah rah leader, like Steve Rogers clearly was, mm-hmm. and there's the guy who leads by example, who people follow because they do the right thing. Which, which I think Sam. that Sam Sam yeah. has proven himself. Like he doesn't need to be Steve. That's the whole point of the show. He doesn't need to be Steve Rogers. He needs to be Sam Wilson, right? Right? Because there can't be another Steve Rogers. So don't be Steve Rogers. Be you. And I think that's what he's going to be. He's going to be the guy who leads by example. And people will follow because of that, you know. And he's carrying a lot more. He's got a lot more baggage around. Like he's 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 not just you know fighting for America. He's fighting for something else. A, what? Something else? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot, a lot of stuff that Steve didn't have to deal with. I'll be honest. I really wish we had a Steve Rogers Disney Plus show to yeah. flush him out a little bit more. <clears throat> you know, because we never really oh. got the man. We never really oh, got the man uh, out of time stuff. Oh, oh, there, there are 
we'll get to it in the news because there's a great announcement that came out. There is. And I think there's a lot of rumors around that announcement we'll talk about. Okay. But yeah. Just, just one more thing. Like there, the one, one of the problems I had with it, like, I like it. I, I, I loved it. But one of the problems I had with besides it could have used another couple of episodes was that the flag smashers were running around one world, one people, but they didn't really seem to have, you know, okay, but what are you doing? Right. Like they gave kind of big reasons, but they didn't, but there was like no goal. Like what was the goal just to terrorize them or whatever. Yeah. Now I heard that on the cutting room floor, there is a whole section of scenes talking about how there are some people in the GRC that were going, that they were going to purposefully poison some of these refugees to get rid of them. And they kind of, so the whole thing, like, like there, there's, there was a whole, there was a whole thing that was left on the cutting room floor that would have given them a hell of a lot more motivation and explained some of the things like they did, like when they were, when they went for the, the, the vaccine, with the vaccination stuff or the, the, the medicine that was actually medicine to vaccinate them against the, this virus that they were, the GRC was supposed to put out. Like there was a whole whole bunch of stuff going on that they never yeah, showed. There's sympathy. There's having sympathy for the devil and there's creating, cause I've heard a lot of people say, what are they, how are the flag smashers actually right? And I think they did not do a great job of defining that. I think, I think yeah. they do some bad things, I think but I mean, Sam's, like it's, um, it's muddy. Well, they, they crossed the line is, is what it, they did cross the line. Yes. I and agree. that's, that's the whole point of Sam's speech at the end, right? It's like, and that's the whole point of Sam's character throughout the whole show is like, you can do the right thing and not cross that line. Yeah, like you're Sam, right. Sam has not crossed that line. Everyone else in the show has. Yes, yeah, Sam, pretty is, much. Sam is the only moral person on the show. Yes, that's the whole point. Sam's mm-hmm. the only moral he's person. Captain America. Yes, he's the he's the, 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 the true north or whatever you want to call. True north and, is good. I like that. So he has the moral compass. And so at the end, he that's what he's talking about, like, yeah, this GRC wants to put things back to the way they were before the the blip and relocate all these refugees like that, but they have nowhere to go. Right. Once they relocate them, they're not thinking of the total impact and that's why the flag smashers were trying to stop them. Like and he's saying like you can't just flip a switch and go back to the way things were. We have to find a new way forward, you know. Right. And that's what he was trying to say and and there's a lot of social commentary in that that I'm not going to touch at the moment. Oh about yeah, repatri- about repatriating people and countries and stuff like that that probably just isn't the time or place. Would make for a good paper. Oh, but uh, the the whole show is very yeah. timely. It, it, very with with everything that's going on in the world. Yes, it makes it, it works very well. I mean, the mm-hmm. writers knew what they were doing, and mm-hmm. again, it goes back to what I was saying last week about it's not woke. It's well written social commentary. You know, mm-hmm. and the heroes are still heroes at the end of the day. You know? Woke is such a stupid buzzword, though. I mean, what does woke yeah. mean? Like, woke, what is, you're socially liberal? Is that like, like, I mean, I like, does that mean you shouldn't? That. I think it's. But I mean, I can't figure out what it means. Like, get the whole get woke, go broke. Like, what does that mean? Get well, woke. It's, it, like, it, it's, it's derogatory. It was well, specifically made to be, it was specifically made to be derogatory. I mean, that's. Well, I, I get it. But I just don't understand what it means. Like, what does, what does woke or wokeness mean? That's just it. Like it, it means whatever it means, it, whatever the person who's using it means. So it's like the F word. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. It means it's ubiquitous. Like it's however I want to use it. It's like, you know, man, that those fries, they were woke. 
Like, you know, it's like, it, it's, that's how I feel like it's, right. as, as long it doesn't as mean as anything. As long as, as, as long as it is derogatory in a certain way. I mean, it was, it was, it's, it was made by people who, you know, look down on that, on, on PC culture and that sort of thing. And, you know, just, just let's, let's face it, just being nice. It's just a way to put down people. Are that's what I feel like. Nice. I don't even like the term PC because like, what does that I know, mean? Right. Ice. Yeah. Like be nice to people. Yeah, you know, maybe, treat maybe them with respect. Yeah. yeah, maybe don't shit on a transgender person. Like maybe <laughs> don't kick them when you see them in the streets. That's PC. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm a little Sesame Street from hanging out with five olds. You know, five year old. But I mean, like, <laughs> not smearing poop on your neighbor's front lawn would be a start. Yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> or burning crosses, you know. But anyway, not so much difference. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, thanks for taking it to the extreme, John. Uh- <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, but but you're you're right. They did they did handle it very well, especially with Isaiah. What's his name? Isaiah. Bradley. What? Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, Isaiah Bradley. Like I didn't I didn't know anything about that character until you know this. And you should get your hands on Truth. It's a very yeah. good book. That's it's under the, underrated. Yeah, that's the the book with with his story in it. So. Mm-hmm. Kyle Baker. Um, Maybe we should review like, it. I like that idea, Dave. Okay. Yeah, so so look for that in an upcoming episode. We need something to do between now and Loki, right? That's true. What are we going to do? Well, oh, we got yeah. the, do you guys want to watch The Bad Batch? We will review truth. All right. <laughs> so, so let's let's just yeah, I know like we, we kind of did this one division. Let's go around real quick. Any final thoughts on the season? Where do you think it's going and and if you want to give it a rating 1 out of 10. So, uh, I'll JD. I, this is a great show. It was so WandaVision, we got this like crazy, like metaphysical dissertation on trauma, right? Mm-hmm. And this time around, we got this blunt force to the head dealing with trauma, right? And it's really what we what this this wave of the Marvel, I don't know if we can call it cinematic anymore, universe, but like it, we're really digging into what makes these characters tick and are getting beyond the widescreen action show of it. Like this show had some phenomenal action sequences, but it really wasn't afraid to slow down and really do a lot of in-depth character work and creating characters that maybe you didn't agree with all the time that maybe you didn't like, like, I've talked to people that didn't like the fact that Sam, you know, stayed in the, maybe two in the middle and wasn't reactionary enough, but that's a character. Like, that's like, I like that. I like when you say, I don't like this. Right. And not say it's not realistic. Say, I, I don't like this. That's fine. Like, that's creating a character. That's creating someone that's true to a point of view, which too often we don't get in just, quite frankly, any like forms of fiction. Like, right. We don't yeah. get characters and not people with like differing thoughts and opinions. So I appreciated that. I appreciated how well written this show was. What I really liked is for the last like 10 weeks, we've had brand new Marvel content every single week. Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, that's a lot. I mean, for the year we all came off of in 2020, like having this first quarter plus has been a lot of fun. Like every week there's been something to look forward to. Definitely. So it's been, it's been great. Like I, I hate doing ratings. I've come to the point where I hate rating things. I just, I want to go with how it makes me feel like emotionally. Cause I was big uh-huh. jokes about it. Like this, this just, this really worked for me. And I will, at some point I'll sit down and watch all five, six, all six episodes again. Cool. John. Yeah. I agree totally with JD. Like, yeah, Every every one of these shows is basically holding up a mirror to DC and saying, "See, this is how you do it," and DC's not getting it. Like letting giving giving these characters so much dimension 
so that when, the next time we see them in another movie, we've got all this history behind us. Right, right. All this stuff, you know, that the movies, I, that just builds into the movies and then the movies are incredible. You know, I don't know. It's like, who who could have ever thought that any studio could have ever done anything like this? You know, who like, and they're just getting better. They're just getting better at it. I can't wait to see what Loki's going to be like. Oh, so... And they're not afraid to hit the hit the um, hit us in the feels, right? Like, okay, so Agent Agent Thirteen's evil, great, and and she made out with Captain America. Yeah, she made out with Captain America, and she's evil. Okay, and 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 yeah, Isaiah Bradley and and the whole you know they touched on stuff that a lot of people are talking about these days and and should be talking about. But but the but I like the fact that they they're talking about because it's realistic in the storyline. That right. is something that Sam Wilson would definitely be dealing with. And and the fact that they they centered on that, I find amazing, you know, which I just, I love these writers and the showrunners. So I'll, I'll give it eight Dan, Dancing Zemos. Five golden rings. <laughs> All right. So something JD said is really resonating with me. And I, I think where you're saying people hate it, Sam, the centrist, I think that's why I love this character so much because I consider myself a centrist because I can see the shit on both sides of the argument. And so that's the whole thing. It's like, I, I really identified with him in that aspect. You know, it was so well done. It was, it's, it's so deserved by the end when he puts the costume on, like it, it, it just brilliantly done. And, and again, John, yeah, that's the strength of Marvel versus DC. We've talked about this many times where again, DC is gods among men and, Marvel is, you know, regular people getting powers and being put in these situations. Read, if you've never read the original Falcon miniseries from the 80s, read it. Yeah, but, the, but, there, but it, that, that, that touch, that's from the 80s, and that touches on being a black superhero back then. Well, you know? with and Stan Lee at the helm, they, like Marvel's always been good with that. I, at the whole point of the Marvel superhero universe is real people, real, you so, know. Right, but I'm saying, like, so that's why, like, yes, you're saying, oh, it it makes sense for this character. It's like, yes, the character's been dealing with it in the comics for years. It's not, like, a new idea, you know? So, like, just it just, well, number one, it goes back to, yes, there's lots of problems that have never been fixed. But two, like, it it just was natural for the character, and it was just so well done. I guess that means that it's really sad that it's still topical today, even though they were dealing with it so long ago in the comics, you know? Yeah, so but, I mean, uh, it's, it's still topical. I mean, look what's happened just the last few weeks in the real world. Like uh, I, yeah. these are these are issues that need to be talked about. And I think that I think that fiction, the point of fiction, is to provide windows to reality that are done through allegory and metaphor right. to tell bigger stories. Yes, exactly. Example in Snowblind and uh, Sundown, we talk about the scams of multi-layer marketing and how those things are literal vampires that suck and bleed your money dry. Fair enough. Two plug. All right. So I am going to actually say I give it a nine out of ten. I think wow, I you really you really click with this. Oh yeah. Well, again, I've always loved Falcon. He's always been one of my favorite characters. You know, I'm a huge Captain America fan, and this was Captain America centric through and through and through. And and Sam earning it by the end of the show was like, yeah, like that's it. Okay, I get it now. You know, I because when it started, I was saying I want I'd rather see Bucky pull the shield up it makes more sense in the mcu 
but by the time you get to the end of the show, it's like, no, it makes more sense for Sam. So hmm. earned man, it was well earned. So I'll ask the three of us, what show did you like better of the two? This one, definitely. You know. John? I resonate more with with Wanda. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're yeah, a villain at heart as well. No, I, not a, it's not the villain thing. It's it's the depression and the and the pain. I, I think I agree with you. I think that I clicked with WandaVision a little a little bit more, not a lot more, but I felt like WandaVision was a little bit more daring as far as just like not in terms of subject matter, but in terms of methods of storytelling. Like I think WandaVision was incredibly ballsy TV. And I just like I like the metaphysical stuff. Like that stuff in, intrigues me, but I love the social commentary. So I mean like they were both great shows. I think that if I had to pick one that I preferred, it's uh it's probably WandaVision by a nose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't disagree. I love both shows, but yeah, great. But you know, Captain America and Falcon, yeah, I'm in. Like that's that's in, that's until Loki goes back in time and retcons both of them. So is this so Loki's <laughs> going to be like evil Doctor Who, right? That's pretty much where <laughs> we are with this. I, I, that's what it looks like. Yes, I'm so, down with that. We, we've been talking long enough. It's time to take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back with our favorite subjects of the week. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're back, boys and girls, and it is time for some social media madness. And we're going to start. John owes an apology to all of our balding fans out there. But why? Apparently, you created quite a stir. It's me, guys. So the guys from John, I'm everybody. So the guys from Cult Forty Five, when they retweeted us this week, which. Thank you guys for retweeting us. They said, bald is beautiful. Suck it, bro. Ooh, that gets a, that gets a degeneration X gif <laughs> in response. I missed this. So it's going to be. And uh, Joey, Joey DiCarlo from So Wizard Podcast said, me, when John is trashing bald people. And it's, is that? That's Brittany. That's Brittany? That's Brittany, bitch. Sorry. Beating up Sorry. a car with her umbrella, it looks like. Yeah, that, that, was when, uh, that was when she had her meltdown. Having watched the Hulu documentary about her, boy, what a sad, what a sad turn of events. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then, of mind. course, we, we have a, we're in a group on, on Twitter with all the guys from the Geek World All-Stars. And yeah, they're, they're the, the, the bald men in the group I disagree with you, John. And Tiffobot from Fans of Patrol said, no, she likes bald men. And of course, Bontego, who has been on our show before, is also bald. And yeah, he, he wasn't happy with you either, John. So, John, this, this is the time where you double down on this, <laughs> right? This is not the time to retreat. This is the time to firmly plant your flag in the anti-bald camp and be like, suck it, Chrome Domes. <laughs> Are you going to go buy a toupee nail, John? Don't hate. I, okay. Why do I need a toupee? I have more hair than all of those bald people. There you go. There you go. Steer yeah. the skid. Just don't look down so we can see the top of your head in the camera. Ah. It's fine. Hey, all that matters is what's in the box. Everything outside the box is not real. That's the magic of YouTube. Nothing exists. Framing, the, dude. Yeah, nothing exists on the peripheral. It's just like the movies, man. It's just like the movies. So we at Superhero Speak apologize to our bald fans on John's behalf. <laughs> Bald can be beautiful. If you're Michael Jordan. <laughs> or or P- Patrick Stewart. Yeah, the Patrick Rock. Stewart's a sexy man. The Rock is a sexy man. He was, p- p- Patrick Stewart was a uh, sex symbol in the 90s. Sean yeah. Connery was a sex symbol in the 90s, and he was bald. Bruce Willis is bald. Everybody seems to like him. Now. Bruce Willis is a dork. So no, M- Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter bald. Yeah. Bald is beautiful. 
Oh, Mike oh. Coulter. Well, as I as I put my hands through my long blonde hair. To quote my wife, that's a beautiful man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ah. So, yeah. So, John, where are you gonna? Where, how are you gonna stick your foot in your mouth next? I don't. Uh, I don't know. All I can tell you is, I shall at one point or another make an attempt to quote unquote suck it. All right. All right. Moving on. I'm moving on. Of course, we talked about the Shang Chi trailer last week. How great I, does this look? I just can't get over how much. I man, you know. I cannot wait. This prompted not one, but two comments from Timothy Jones. From the, great, from the great Tim Jones. He said, I do like the fact that they're including the Ten Rings, seeing as we saw the terrorist organization evolved in capturing Tony Stark in the first Iron Man. It always bothered me, though, that the ring's symbol looked like an old rotary telephone. Old man Jones telling the old man talking about rotary phones, you know, calling the party line to get to Klondike five two three. That's what they that's how they used to make calls in the fifties. Hey, you back had, it, back in my you had to ask for like the operator to connect you and you like made up some goofy ass word and with a couple numbers attached and they I'm sure Tim could explain it better. Pennsylvania six five Pennsylvania six five thousand. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, Trans- and, Transylvania six, hey, five, back nine. in my day, you had to write the note and then hand it to the telegraph operator. Okay, man. So, <laughs> oh, oh my god, I remember when I was grapes. I remember when I was real little. My parents would say our, our number was PI two five zero one five. Oh know. wow, you guys were still doing that. Mm. yeah and then like one day i'm like wait but it's 742 like why the hell are we saying pi like it makes no sense that's a that's like a world war ii generation thing that that died. Yeah. back when yeah. the operators were actually operators yes because uh, i was a kid i always wondered why the hell there were letters on the phone when we just gave numbers and then when i was when i got older and started looking at those phone sex lines i started putting a little bit more together and then <laughs> of how, you get, of how one can use those numbers fifth grade slumber party phone bill went through the roof Bad night. Ooh. Bad night. Fortunately, it wasn't at my house. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Brian, I know you're listening. Uh, yeah, this is a go. I never quite, I never quite understood that until I saw that. And I'm like, well, how are you supposed to know what? And again, again, this is like I'm two generations removed for that. So I was like, Pennsylvania, what, like, what, what would you connect that to? Like PNA? Like, I mean, like, I don't get like that's such a hard way to dial a freaking phone. Like, it's yeah. like how can we make this more difficult for people? <laughs> Right, yeah. it's so, no, that's, it's so that's bizarre. True. Tim Tim also said, "I have no idea who or what Shang Chi is." He is in fact the master of kung fu. It seems to be Iron Fist all over again, but without the five fingered glow stick. I was going to say the five fingered discount, but that I didn't have a joke to follow that up with. No, um, not a clean one, anyway. No, it's, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, so imagine Iron Fist, right? Like, take Iron Tim. I'm talking to you right now. Take Iron Fist, but like make him cool. Yes. <laughs> and Asian. And yep. uh, not insulting and no vegetable people running around. None of the count? white privilege and take all the whining away. Yeah, all the whining gone. And like mm-hmm. I said, if you read the comics, the people of Kung Lao are like vegetable people. There's like asparagus dudes walking around. Kung Lao is a weird place in the comics. So yeah, it's all the cool stuff about Iron Fist. Minus the stuff that makes you, why is he fighting in ballet slippers? Like, you know, there's, there's lots of stuff with Iron Fist that never quite clicked. Like, Iron Fist is cool because he hung out with Luke Cage. No other reason. Whereas with Shang-Chi, the master of Kung Fu, you get all that good stuff and none of the stupidity. I, I apologize to my friend Nathan, who might be listening. He was a huge Iron Fist fan. Sorry. John's <laughs> going after the ball people. I'm going after the Iron Fist fans. 
I'm burn this sucker to the ground. <laughs> Speaking of bald people, so of course we talked about Alfred Molino had confirmed he is returning as uh, Molina. Sorry, is re- confirmed he's returning as Doc Ock in No Way Home. And Brandon Brandy Savage from Cult 45 said, and I love this quote, that's why I quoted it. Multiverse giveth, just be prepared for multiverse to taketh away. Mm. To be fair, he's been gone since 2004. So he's kind of, we're kind of had multiverse, you know, on, on layaway. <laughs> We've made our installments. Yeah. Nice. And now maybe we'll get to look at it for a while and then we'll put them back. Well, I mean, we really can't afford them. That is the issue with movies. Cause it's like, you bring the villains out for a movie and then you don't see them again ever maybe or maybe not for a long time so yeah yeah well, well that's this is why comics and tv are better is because you can reuse this stuff whereas you make a movie yeah alpha merlina plays you know doc ock that one time yep 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 but maybe not going forward we'll have to yeah. see we'll see um, of course we also talked about uh old man indy i mean indiana jones 5 old man indy and we had a lot of comments on it this week of course random randy savage again says does it have to be called Indiana Jones? Question mark. You guys remember when Split was its own thing until at the end of the movie? The ass end, as he referred to it, which I appreciate. <laughs> I know the ass end of the, Okay. I know, yeah. I know that the movie is going to be decent enough, but if you splooge on the mantle wow. of Jones, what? No, continue. He, he, you were splooging on, the on, it, we're on Indiana Jones. I didn't foresee us going here. Mantle of Jones on my. On any movie, it's going to fall fail because of the expectation. So he's not he's he's not expecting Harrison Ford to put the I hat think, on. I think that the key is don't expect anything from an eighty year old Indiana Jones, and you can't possibly be let down. Right. I like mean, if he doesn't break his hip, we should be excited. Yeah, this could easily be him sitting in a chair recanting a story, and they have someone else actually play young Indy. In They're not going to do that. We they could yeah. do is we could, if you really want to push age technology, we could really push age technology on this one. You know, do some face swaps from like 1981 Harrison Ford onto some stunt guy. I don't want to see them do that. I'm saying you could do that. And if George Lucas were still in charge, we might be doing that. Might be an all CGI. Yes, with that specifically. I could see Lucas going, you know, that's a good idea. You know, as long as we're not actually splooging on Indiana Jones, we're, we should be okay. <laughs> Plus, the Flockhart might not appreciate that. We just we we are completely off the rails. Uh, Rob Foster said, "It's like a Spielberg Lucas franchise, creating stars who are forever only famous for the single role." I wish Spielberg Lucas would have moved on to give us more great movies that didn't rely on franchise to turn a profit. Right. Harrison Ford continued on. Harrison Ford is the exception, aside from him. Which other Spielberg Lucas regular is famous for any? Which other Spielberg Lucas regular is famous in any other role outside of their connection? I mean, really? Well, Billy um, D. Williams is famous for being Billy D. Williams, but he was Billy D. Williams before. before. Carrie Fisher is Carrie Fisher. Yes, she got to play Princess Leia, but she had a very she had a varied career. I mean, like fame is such a weird thing. Is most people only get like most actors only get famous for like one thing. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah. A lot of people will sit there and go, he's he's actually talking typecasting in my mind. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he is. A lot of people sit there and go, oh, oh my God, George, uh, not George, Luke Skywalker. Um, Mark Hamill. Mark Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is only Luke Skywalker. Well, no, he's the Joker on Batman the Animated Series. But he will always be Luke Skywalker because you get get famous. 
Wow. Like you get famous doing one thing and then everything you do after that, you're always going to be connected to that one thing. Yeah. Right. Harrison Ford is one of the, like guys like Harrison Ford and Tom Hanks and like, they don't come along all the time. That's why they're called stars. I think what worked for Harrison Ford in all honesty is that Indiana Jones came out while the Star Wars movies were popular as well. Yeah, I agree. So it's not like like he was in two big franchises at the same time. He wasn't. (laughs) So people didn't just look at him as the one role. Right. And it's like I said, it's it's hard. It's hard to not be put into one spot as an actor. I mean, most actors don't get famous ever. And the ones that do get a modicum of fame, it's usually always going to be associated with a role. Mm. So, I mean, like, unless you're you're Keanu Reeves, but. But Keanu Reeves, but think about it. Wasn't Keanu Reeves essentially Ted until Bill, like he was, he was always like. He was as that character. Yeah. yeah, Matrix Mm -hmm. is basically Jesus Ted and, and like, you know, cyberpunk Jesus Ted. Right. When he was like, when he was in Dracula, he was basically British Ted. Yeah. Like he didn't get to do anything really until the John Wick thing kind of revitalized him. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, and he gets, just because you work a lot doesn't necessarily mean you aren't still associated with what, you know, with your most famous role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shadow Walker said the script should be Indy's search for Fountain of Youth, which he, which he finds and which he will find and drink from. Then original indie leaves and a new guy takes over for role for good. You had me till the new guy takes role over for good because I don't want to see knockoff Indiana Jones. I do like the idea of old man Indiana Jones going after the, the Fountain of Youth. There is there is legs to that idea. I can get on board with it. Megapodtastic said, you said Indiana Jones. Of course I'm excited. I hope he loses an eye in this movie so uh. we can learn how he got the eye patch. Yeah, because that's from the, the young, young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yes. yes. You know, didn't they leave it though at the last at Crystal Skull where Marion and he were back together? Yeah, they got married and they were going right. to leave it to, they psyched out, they, the Shia LaBeouf puts on the hat and then Harrisburg goes, you're not worthy of this. And he was right. Well, yeah, he was, you know, that, and that wasn't, that wasn't part of the script. That was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Harrison Ford saying, give me that. Poor, yeah. <laughs> poor little Shia LaBeouf. Uh, and then finally, Tim Jones says, man, this dude I, really wanted his mention this week. I've had a problem with Monkey Bum for a while now. Uh, uh, Tim, I'm sorry. No. Moving on. What was it? Oh, yeah, this one. Black Adam. So, I, I, I again, Randy, th- I love this quote, and that's why I included it. We talked about the Black Adam movie. And Randy uh, from so, uh, so from Colt 45 said, oh, this is still a thing? I put it in the same bucket as The View, or, or as, I'm sorry, not The View, as Vines or iPhones with the home button. You can say that, but they're shooting the movie as we speak. I know, I know. And it's going to make all the money next year. But it just made me laugh because it's like, <laughs> I felt that way for a while, too. They kept talking about Black yeah, Adam, I do but agree they weren't that. working on it. You know? It was in development for over a decade, so yeah, not wrong. Yes. And then finally, on a, on a, a total selfish note here for the podcast, of course, we always talk about, uh, we do this and we do shout outs uh, on Twitter for the people that we mention. In social media madness, it's to help build the community, and you know you guys are part of the show, and we love you. Remember, we talked about Kevin Glennon said that uh, yeah he agreed with us last week. This week he said you earned it, boys. Great call, solid episodes too. I really like the discussion on Isaiah Bradley. I think it's important to discuss comics, movies, stories, both for time in which they take place and the time in which they are published. So I thought that I like I really like you know I really like that so. That's why I include it. Thanks, Kevin. We agree. So there you go. So, all right, let's move on 
in our final matchups for so for nerd madness this week for I'm sorry for the first round. I promise we'll, we'll knock all of them out next week for round two, and then we'll just be into the semifinals. For anime, we had the time I was reincarnated as a slime, which does not fit in a box for the poll. <laughs> and Jujutsu Kaisen, is that how you pronounce it, John? Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes. And <laughs> Kaisen takes it at 58.8% to 41.2%. Really surprised, given the last season of Reincarnated as a Slime just finished and it was amazing but Jujutsu Kaisen's got like the word of mouth thing going like yeah. My Hero Academia did so. Oh god. Yeah well My Hero Academia was also on I think Cartoon Network and like commercials all the time for it. You know? Yeah and De- and Demon Slayer too is kind of like that but <clears throat> which we haven't mentioned but the Demon Slayer movie right now is currently beating all other movies. Yes so then we moved on to comics. This round we had the Dark Knight Death Metal versus in Zdarsky's Daredevil. Hmm. And I am happy to say Daredevil takes it at uh, 55.8 to 44.2%. And maybe we get uh, Zdarsky on the show to talk about it at some point. Sure. So I think that would be good. All right. All right. TV, guys. This time we had HBO's Lovecraft Country versus Stargirl on the CW. I am kind of shocked at the result here because I thought everyone loved Lovecraft Country. So, but no, Star. I mean, I love Stargirl, so I mean, it works for me. Stargirl squeaks it out, fifty-three point eight percent. Philistines, two percent. Philistines. I'm on. Stargirl is really good. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, it's not horror. I know. Sorry. Sorry. It was Steve. good. Like that was a good show. And like this is I don't know. I guess if you I guess I guess we are superhero speaks. So I shouldn't be surprised. Yes. <laughs> and then and then this last poll I squeaked out this afternoon because I forgot to get it done. But this the, the I mean, this is how it would have I think panned out anyway. Our move final matchup was our movie, and it was uh Tenet versus Pixar's Soul. And Soul takes it 60% to 40%. Because That's because nobody could understand Tenet. No one could understand Tenet. That's what I hear. Like, you can't, like, the, the sound mis- mixing is so bad in that you can't understand a thing that's going on in the movie. Yeah, there's that too. But the plot is... <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand what they were talking about in that movie. And I have a film degree. Oh. Uh-huh. And I oh, went, yeah. what the hell is going on here? Hmm. Pulling out your film degree, I see. What's, but don't think it's worth is to talk about movies. That's the only value it has. So I forgot to put in what the matchups for round two are going to be. So eh, I'll go back and figure that all out. And those look for those polls coming out this week, boys and girls, because it's heating up. I mean, I'm pretty sure Wanda, not WandaVision, Mandalorian is going to take the whole thing. So that's my guess. Nobody can stop the juggernaut, which is Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda. So on that note, here's our good friend D Square to tell you that you can follow us on social media and be part of Social Media Madness. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter 
at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. I got one hair. I got one hair that I can't get out of my face. You gotta, you gotta get into a fight, JD. That's not the old thing. You got an itchy nose, you get into a fight. <laughs> Oh my god, this makes for a great podcasting. All right, yeah. boys and girls, thank you for that, Don. And don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerd podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. And then maybe JD needs a trim. No, July. On that note, boys and girls, we're going to take our next commercial break and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. The um, reason I say July is because growing my hair needs to reach a certain length for locks of love. So when July, it'll reach uh, that length. So I'm donating this hair. Well, you're a good man, JD. You're better than me. I know. I'm aware. Well, maybe after I play <laughs> Thor, I will donate my hair as well. Your hair is getting long, man. You should just let that stuff go. Yeah. You got some curls. Oh, yeah, I know. You know? Well, according to our fans, though, he should shave it all off. So no, no, no. See, ooh, oh, someone's it's... bitter. I love it. <laughs> my my hair is wavy, so like when it gets to this length, I can't do anything with it. But once it gets longer, it just yeah, it'll just lay flat. Yeah, dude, look at this. <laughs> Put it back. People in say, now. "What's with the headbands, JD?" And I say, "I look ridiculous without them." So. Uh... The hair poofy. stays in the headbands. Your hair is like Shia LaPouf. It's like Shia LaPouf. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Falcon Winter Soldier, or I'm sorry, Captain America Winter Soldier, after the show ended, there was an announcement that was made that we are going to get a Captain America 4 movie, and it's going to be written by the showrunners of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. So Awesome. Yes. Yeah. I mean, are we excited to see a Sam Wilson-led Captain America movie? I don't know if I'm excited because I just saw one. So I'm like, at the moment, I feel quenched on it. But I'm sure when they start announcing stuff about it, it's going to be so, good. I wonder what we're going to get. It's it's an interesting concept for two reasons. One, we don't need the origin. No, like, you just go in and he's Captain America because we got it in the show. But two, the people who didn't watch the show when they go see Captain America four, they're going to be confused that Sam is now Captain America. Then they should get on it and get Disney Plus. We don't steer the casual fans around here. We no, we, no, we play no, to the no. hardcores. The hardcores give you the money. The hardcores are where the heart is. Yeah. We're all about the hardcores. It's where the wallet is. I get it. It is where uh, the wallet is. Um, you, know, you know what the mouse answer that's going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck them! That's what the mouse is going to say. <laughs> Did I give you an edit point for this week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no. But with this news, of course, I mean, everyone's excited. Right, John? You're excited. You're being quiet. Are you playing with a toy still? No. Oh. oh. I'm listening. And I was reading ahead on, on the topics, oh, but... oh, 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 because you didn't prepare. I did prepare for last week's. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the rumors floating around 
about Captain America 4. I have not seen any rumors. I have not seen any of those either. What are the rumors, Dave? So if you remember a little while ago, we talked about Chris Evans had entered into a deal with Marvel <laughs> to, to come back to the MCU in, in an undisclosed role. So there are rumors that this movie is going to be, it's going to have flashback scenes of Cap during World War II, and then it's going to contrast it with what's going on today with Sam. And it's also going to tie into the old man, you know, the man out of time stuff that you were just talking about, which I don't think so. I, I really don't think that's what they're doing. But then, of course, it grows and says, and in one of those scenes, when Cap's in World War II, he's fighting alongside someone named Logan. So it's like, no, they're not bringing Wolverine into Captain America 4. Like, I just don't think that's how they're going to introduce him. No, it's not. that's not the best place for it, especially when we missed our Madripoor opening. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, unless, oh God, that would be the character who connects the two, right? Like, oh, you know what? Hell with it. If they bring Wolverine in at some point, I'm happy. Well, you, and you don't know what's going to happen bef- between now and then, right? Like, sure. we have Multiverse of Madness. We've got Loki. We've got a whole bunch of shows where we've got time travel, dimension travel. You know, Shang- it's like it, anything could happen by that time. It's true. Right. It's, it's funny, too, because we have Shang-Chi and, like, People are discounting it as just a, a karate movie, but it's like, no, they're showing he's got the power of the Ten Rings in this. So, First like, of all, first of all, it's a Kung Fu movie. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but did, <laughs> did you see the did you see the Yetis and the monsters that, that were in the background of some of the shots that they showed in the it's teaser? It's going to be so cool. It's going to be I know, so right? Cool. <laughs> it's, it's, like, been, it's been a long time since we've gotten a good, big budget, super mainstream Kung Fu movie. Yeah, yeah. Very excited. So, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think personally, like, because again, I don't even think it's written yet, to be honest. No, I think they, I want to think, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I think they just greenlit it, like, because of the response to the show. Because if people had said, this show sucks, they never would have done it. Right. Yeah, so, what, I'm not. Who's saying any of their shows suck at them? No, no, that's what I'm saying. But you got to wait, you know? Right, right. I mean, there might be an idea for the story, but I don't think anything's written yet. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm just excited. I, you know, another Cap movie. Sign me up. I'm there. So, yeah. Do you think now? Do you bring? Do you bring? Like, do you continue this story from the show? Or do you, well, you kind of have to a little bit? Like, because this is kind of our springboard. I assume. See, here's okay. You want to what I would do? This is what I would do. Okay. The Thunderbolts. Hmm. That's oh. So by the way, that is a rumored cutscene from. Falcon Winter Soldier that or they changed it in editing or something like that there was gonna be like another like remember they showed the raft at the end mm-hmm. and Zemo looks up because he sees that they killed off the other super soldiers and that's like and he Zemo's smirks thing. he yeah. smirks because that's like his thing there was a rumor that there was gonna be like another super couple of super villains in there and then Ross was gonna come in and say something about like you know you guys are going to be hired, part of the Thunderbolts or something. I, some, That's something. just straight up Suicide Squad. So I know, I right? It's not accurate. But I mean, because <laughs> the Thunderbolts are really cool. And I hope that they're able to do... I'd like, I wouldn't mind seeing Captain America versus the Thunderbolts or just give me the Thunderbolts TV show because I think there's a lot of ground you can cover with that. That's what yeah. I'd like to see. Mainly because I'm out of... Unless we're bringing Red Soldier or Red Soldier, Red Skull back to life again. But I'm, I don't know what else you do. Well, you're not. Ha- you don't have to bring him back to life. He's still alive. That's true. That's true. 
But I think Hugo Weaving won. You guys know that it wasn't Hugo Weaving that played right. him. Yeah, 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 they got yeah, another yeah. guy who was amazing at mimicking him. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. Uh, I actually got to work with that guy in the film about ten years ago, and he hit everybody in stitches with his impressions. And I heard there was him, and I was like, Re- okay, I made sense. The dude from The Walking Dead, Ross Ross Marquardt. Again, it's 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 heavy makeup, so you could, if, as long as the person's yeah. got the same kind of profile and can do the voice, it doesn't matter who's on. Anyone can be the Red Skull. Yes, just like this could be. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, just like anyone can be John O'Grady. Just no, no. There's only one. Nope, no. You got it wrong. Wants to be me. You got it. No, no. You got it wrong. John O'Grady can be anyone if he's oh, in my, oh. if he's in my hands. <laughs> that that vampire that, O'Grady. That, that that sounds wrong. All right, all right, all right. Moving on, moving on. Of course, we've heard Russell Crowe is going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. Apparently, he let slip who he was playing on social media, but I believe that the post has since been taken down. I thought someone verified it from Marvel. I thought it was verified. Yeah. I, I believe I saw it was verified as well, yeah. but then, but he, apparently he was told to take the pick down. Oh, Russell Crowe don't care about no NDAs. Exactly. Russell freaking Crowe for crying out loud. So Crow doesn't care. <laughs> he's playing Zeus. That's interesting. MCU's version of Zeus. Yeah. Number one, no offense to Russell Crowe, but I thought he was a little old. Well, he's playing Zeus. I mean, Zeus being an immortal god, no? Yeah, but the Zeus from the MCU is is young. It depends on if you're going to give us Hercules. Because then don't uh, to Hercules' dad looking a little bit older than Hercules? Because that seems, yeah. that's what I, that is the interpretation oh. I got from it, is that we're, we're going to get a Hercules. That's, maybe maybe that's what they're doing. Oh, I didn't even think of that. And then, what, Christian Bale is playing... The God uh, Butcher. The God Butcher, so... so Hard to see the parallel where this is going. Exactly. So does does I guess Christian Bell kills Russell Crowe in the movie. That's my butchers guess. butchers him in fact. Oh, butchers him. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Cuts him off for uh, hamburger. Uh, Side of ribs. Australian ribs. So yeah, this would be interesting. It's also interesting that they're going to use Zeus after DC used Zeus in the Wonder Woman movie. To be fair, it's Zeus. I know. You know, he's fairly he's public domain. <laughs> you know I, very much very much so ha, yeah. has it been that long since somebody <laughs> like, yeah. even not even disney can copyright zeus though they're trying right they'll now. try oh yeah <laughs> i think that's where we are right now disney's like let's see if we can get let's see if we can get the lawyers on this one they can copyright their version trademark of zeus, zeus. Huh. we actually did have a trademark zeus from the hercules movie yeah but their version yes not their own version yes so. marvels yes i'm excited he's good he yeah. was a I, having rewatched Man of Steel, he was a good Jarrell. You think? I liked him. I liked him as Jarrell. I don't know why he was flying a giant bat thing. Yeah. And everybody they, else had like space vehicles. Like, I think the idea was interesting, but didn't actually make sense in application. Yeah. But I that, thought his performance was good. That's, I guess that's my issue is their, their execution of Krypton was just horrible, in my opinion. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say it wasn't. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things I don't like, but I thought him as an actor, him literally reading Grant Morrison's words, I yeah. loved. You know, but I mean, I can't control him for what Snyder did with everything else. Right. No, no, we can't. Poor Snyder. I mean, <laughs> no, nobody. No, can never say. Snyder. Never say poor Snyder. That man. That man won as far as this whole thing goes. Oh my God, he did. He got one over on all of us. He did. All right. All right. And then the last bit of news. This really isn't news because it's rumor. It hasn't been confirmed one or the other. But since we talked about one rumor, let's talk about another. Sure. So uh, the. Of course, we all loved the Netflix TV shows, the Marvel Netflix TV shows, right? Yeah. All of them. All, all, all four of them. 75% of them. Mm-hmm. No, I, all, all four of them. There was the, the Punisher and, and... 
Oh yes, yes, yes. Well, there was two. There was three seasons of Daredevil, two seasons of Punisher, two seasons of Luke Cage, two seasons of of it was the show, Jessica Jones. Yeah, and then the Defenders was all right, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it. There were two seasons of Iron Fist. No, there. What? What? What was that? You're saying words, but I don't understand what what they mean. And we he left off with his golden gun. See, see, and this is why this this lends fuel to the rumor. So the rumor is they're bringing back the actors to bring those characters into the MCU. There's there's heavy rumors that Charlie Cox is in No Way Home as Matt Murdock, at least. And Jessica Jones will be returning. Christine Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. And of course, Baron Levy, Thaw. The livacious Mike Coulter as Luke Cage. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Baron Thaw. He's becoming popular again. <laughs> Baron Thaw will be returning as Punisher. He was great. Um, I really liked him. Yeah, he was awesome. Apparently... Finn Jones and Mike Coulter will not be returning to reprise their roles. Boo! It's just a rumor, but boo. yeah, it's just a rumor. I, I, I and it's funny because you can kind of see like why they might not bring Finn Jones back. But I thought everyone liked Mike Coulter. Is I wonder if he's got some up with his contract with because he's got that TV show on CBS right now. So man, he just might not have the time. Yeah. Oh, Plus, they, they left his character in a really weird place. They really did. Like, you know, there's a weird cliffhanger where, like, Luke Cage is now kind of the bad guy. and He's kind of Black Kingpin at this point. Yeah, and it's know? like, oh, well, I can't wait to see what they do with this. Oh, nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of thought they were gonna. it was going to be an old, like, you know, switcheroo. Like, it looks like he's going to be the bad guy, but he's not. He's yeah, we'll, changing we'll never, things from the inside. We'll never know. No. No, because, of course, the other part of the rumor, I don't think it addresses it in the article I sent, is that they were going to bring the actors in, but kind of tweak their their origin stories, so they're not exact. They don't exactly line up with the Netflix. That's story. that's the only way you could have fixed Finn. So with the multiverse of madness, we have some opportunity. With the blip, we have some opportunity. I don't know. I was originally ready to laugh this off until I saw the source. Source is CBR. That's a that's a pretty valid source. So right, there might be smoke to this fire. Mm. Yeah, no, there is uh, definitely possibility. But yeah, I don't know. Mike Coulter's a beautiful man, right, JD? Beautiful man. Ask my wife. We wish oh, except, except that he's bald, so. She, she, okay, I go bald, she's got, okay, if I go bald, she's got issues. Mike Coulter's bald, he's a beautiful man. I mean, I, I can't argue with her logic on this, so, you know, I accept, like, I accept the role with which I am presented, but, you know, it's just unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, what's his name? Oh, God, why can't I think of his name now? The, that ooh. guy. Moonlighting. Yeah, that guy. Moonlighting. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis, yeah. We talked yeah. about Bruce Willis earlier on the show. Yep. Uh, yeah. John mentioned him. Yeah, another another beautiful bald man. I thought Bruce Willis looked better balding. He, he's one of the few guys who's pulled who pulled off balding. Hmm. But now that he's bald, yeah. He, he's not he's not as sexy as he used to be. <sighs> yeah, but it's also been thirty five years, so you know. Exactly. All right, all right. Well, that's Die all Hard. the news. Die Hard was I, a great movie. <laughs> that's what I was trying to Red, say. Die Hard. Red was a good movie. Red was, was awesome a good movie. movie. Red was a good. Red it was is such an a, awesome movie. Did you read the the comic? Is so different yes. in tone mm-hmm. from the movie. Like it's one of the few times that like I'm okay with an added with an adaptation swinging so far in the other direction and, because they they hit a home run with it. And, and mm-hmm. it's it's a DC property that was a decent movie. Yeah, these are few and far between. It is. It is. Well, that is all the news I had for this week. It's a light news week. But we're going to take our last commercial break and be right back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. Mortal Kombat! 
moving on to Invincible. <laughs> We're back, boys and girls. And we all sat down and watched the new Warner Brothers movie, Mortal Kombat, based on the long-running Midway video game. I watched half of Mortal Kombat before the child spit on the dog and all hell broke loose. And then I did not finish Mortal Kombat. Oh, great. It's fine. Spoil the way. I know what it is. It's Mortal Kombat. Did you guys like it? Because I'll be honest with you. I thought it, the half of it I saw did not inspire me to watch the other half. All right. All right. So let's, let's, all right. So yeah, I was going to say, let's real quick, non-spoilers. Mm-hmm. We'll go around. So John, JD's not impressed. John, your impressions? It was rushed. It was cut to hell. And it, it the writing, I mean, you know, the first, the first one, the first Mortal Kombat movie it's was it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's and campy, it, yeah. at least, yeah, it's campy. But the storyline is continuous and 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 it flows. This it's one magical enter the dragon. Yeah. But the second one is total garbage. Yes. Yeah, the second one's total garbage. But th- but this one this one was a try to make it more real not realistic, but I, <laughs> realistic. Well, yeah, but, but, but more edgy. Rounded, and, yeah. And, I'm, I'm and rounded. I'm, and that I'm was that's that. okay. I'm fine with that, but it didn't quite it didn't quite get there, and in not getting there, it made itself worse than the first the yes. first try. Yeah, I'm with you. And again, I just thought it was um, silly. Like it was silly without being fun. Yeah, yeah, you know? was, right. I, that's the, that's I, why because the first one was fun. This mm-hmm. one wasn't fun. I was I was kind of meh after I watched it. Like like it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. But no, it wasn't like like I wasn't like. Oh, I want to go play Mortal Kombat right now after I watched it, which you think that should inspire you to do that or something. You know what it kind of made me think of? Bloodshot. Yeah. Like, I felt very much like Bloodshot. Like, I felt like they're, they're checking boxes, but I'm not connecting with anything. And then, like, when the chaos broke out at my house, and let me tell you, it was chaos. It was I, like, I didn't, I wasn't feeling like I just the whole leading up to it. I was so, just kind of like, I don't know, man. So, so we'll get it. We're going to get into spoilers now, boys and girls. So, if you haven't seen the movie, you can bail out now and come back later. If you don't care about spoilers, then then here we go. Yeah, so so let's start with Cole, who's the main character of the movie. Like, he's not a character from the video game at all. Okay, no, no, no. Let's start with the opening scene. The opening scene of Mortal Kombat, I thought was awesome, personally. Like, I thought that was really well done. You know, it was who ends up being Scorpion and, and Sub-Zero meeting and fighting, right? Right. And that's like one of the main storylines that yes. they could have followed. Right. So. Spoiler alert: Sub Zero kills Scorpion. And I think he's... everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they released the. They actually released the opening scene on YouTube before the mm. movie came out, and then his body disappears. And then we come to the, you know, but that's obviously in like feudal Japan, like like years ago, right? And then we come to modern day, you know, and we get introduced to this character Cole, who is not a character from the game, and. My understanding is he was created as an everyman to be an entry point into it, but yet I don't know. Like, why do we need an everyman in a? In a why do we need an everyman in a movie about a, a mystical martial arts tournament that's supposed to involve the greatest, the greatest martial artists from across dimensions? Why yeah. do I need an everyman with 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 soul sucking? 
you know, vampires and and ice and dudes with ice powers and, and like and Goro with the heat with four arms. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it was, it was such an odd choice. Like the first movie makes Liu Kang kind of that entry level character, and we right, can kind right. of associate with him because one, they're basically ripping off Bruce Lee. Two, like he's recognized, like he's from the game. So right, I've heard, I've heard. I don't remember where I heard this. I heard this on another podcast. Behind the scenes stuff that was an edict from Warner Brothers. Oh, if you're, if you're going Warner to make Media, this, yeah, if you're going to make surprise. this movie. You can't have. You got to have like you have a character like an. You have to have that kind of character, and it can't be one of the game characters. And the argument I heard was that the thought process is well, if you make let's say Liu Kang the main character, well, people who don't like Liu Kang aren't going to like the movie. If you make Sub Zero the main character, well, people who don't like Sub Zero aren't going to like the movie. And I'm like, that's stupid. it's Mortal Kombat. Do these people? Do these executives? Do they actually play a freaking video game when they were kids? I wonder if these guys had childhood at all. No, like no, stupid no, no, no. man. They, they have no, they have no imagination or soul. So, of course not. <laughs> or souls, yeah. <laughs> man, this I agree is with so, that. This is so disappointing. Like, I don't know. I don't so, know. See, I, I, I was right. We should have moved right on to Invincible. So. <laughs> Behind on Invincible. So. Oh well, then wait until you see this this so, past episode. Right. It's 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 more it's more and better fight scenes for the entire episode okay. than than this Mortal Kombat movie. I I hate to say it. All right, so let's try this. Let's try this. Is there anything? Was there anything in the movie that you liked? Special effects look good. Yeah, they were they were really good. Yeah. There were some practical effects in there too. Yeah, there were. Yeah, and there's some good kung fu or some good fighting sequence. Like that stuff was fine. Like I just, yeah, yeah I, I like the fighting was really well choreographed. It was well choreographed. Yeah. If you're gonna level up Mortal Kombat, level up Mortal Kombat, right? Like, give me a story that that works. This was boring, quite frankly. And again, like how much? It's like when you're when you're adapting a property, why are you creating a character that's not part of the property? Like this is like used to drive me nuts when I was a kid. Right. And they would do like Captain N, the game master. Right. They had all these video game characters and they create this guy to lynch it all together. Like, I don't know who this freaking dude is. Why do I give a crap about him? Right. Oh, that at 10 and at 40, I feel the same way. Like, I'm invested in Mortal Kombat. Give me Mortal Kombat. They didn't even do like Outland. Like, Outland was just another place. Yeah. You know, it wasn't this, it wasn't this scary, you know, you only want want their like, like you saw like the throne room and, the land once and that was it like nothing happened there so they didn't even have real mortal combat (laughs) they didn't have the tournament this was was all before the tournament like (laughs) i think the most disappointing thing is and spoiler for jd you get to the end of the movie and like you never have the tournament this is all set up for a sequel basically and it was just like really so do you know why Mortal Kombat worked aside from it being the first video game to like really invest, like really go heavy into the gore, which again, like I was the ripe old, I was ripe old age of 12 when that came out. So I was like the target demographic. Do you know why that worked? Is they took the frame, they won, they took the framework from the greatest martial arts movie of all time, Enter the Dragon, right? Mm-hmm. What was Enter the Dragon about? Bruce Lee's character gets invited to participate in this, in this big tournament. Uh-huh. Right. And then it gives you this excuse to have all these fights and you have uh, John Saxon and oh, I can't remember the other guy who was in the movie, Jim Kelly. You have both those guys and they have their own characters. and They have their own like unique look about it. And that's all Mortal Kombat was, is they lifted that idea and made it look cool with like, you know, some magic stuff. Right. It's the same movie. Yeah. It's the same exact principle. 
and they threw the gore in to make it to make it look different than Street Fighter, right? Because it had worse graphics than Street Fighter, but because Sub Zero was ripping dudes' spines out, we were all like, "Oh, this is this is clearly right. the better this oh, is yeah, clearly yeah. the better game." I can I can decapitate a human being in this yeah. game, like all I can do is bite someone in the other game. It like, was it was using like motion capture sprites, right? The thing was, was yes. that they they were using pictures of people and and moving yeah, those around people. super super early in that process. Revolutionary yeah. for the time, right. but again, the and again the, the the level of violence is what really made it stand out. But again, oh, yeah. like all you have to do is steal liberally from Enter the Dragon. That's it. That's all I want. Give me magic enter the dragon. That's it. And I thought that's what we were going to get this time. But no, we got some dude named Cole. Yeah. yeah. Cole. That's it. He's a wet blanket. So here's the, here's the other thing that, yeah, I, I mean, I guess, the, yeah, we liked the, the fighting and the special effects. That was it. Things we didn't like, they give us Cole. They, they base a lot of the movie around him, building up this story. He... He's a reluctant hero, but he's the only one that was born with the the birthmark and on all this. They build up the story, build up the story, build up the story. We get to the the final fight with Sub-Zero. It's not Cole who defeats him. Yeah. They bring Scorpion back from hell. He comes (laughs) and defeats him. It's like, well, what was the point? What did we need Cole for? We could just bring Scorpion back from hell. Why the hell did we need Cole to begin with? Why isn't Shang Tsung the villain? You know what I'm saying? There's like... Why did they stray so far from the mythos, from the lore, if you will? Like, it just, it's all there. Like, it's all there. I don't know. I don't know, man. But like I said, I only got through half of it and I didn't like it. So, yeah, it's poopy. I really have nothing more to say about it than, than I kind of just, it's like, I kind of no, John. That, and that's the problem, right? There's nothing more to talk about. It's like, yeah, this, I mean, it, it was, this, it was stringing together, you know, things that quite a quote looked cool from the video game, you know, fatalities and, Oh, I also, th- you know, there is the hokiness of like someone going fight and then someone saying fatality. Oh, fall is victory. What's his Kano. name? Kano. Kano says at one Kano's, point. Yeah. And it's just like, but why would you say that? You know, but it's right. not, it's not as tongue in cheek as it is in the original Mortal Kombat movie where it's like, where they're like, yeah, right. The whole time they're winking at you the whole time. Oh, no, no. But that was okay. No, he says, fall is <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He puts his, he puts his hat on and goes, flawless victory like that's tongue-in-cheek i'm sorry no it is but it's not as the reason that doesn't work as well because the whole movie doesn't have that tone it does yes yes it doesn't match the tone it's a tonal shift so it just comes off like what are you doing like in the original it's you have christopher lambert playing you have again strangely comes back in this christopher lambert playing a he's a french man playing an asian electricity god for reasons (laughs) and like at that point you're like okay all logic is out the window Right. And it's like they're steering into the silly. You got the dance soundtrack and like, it's cool. You get the vibe of this. So they weren't, they were having fun with this. Movie. This was them taking themselves. This is like the Jeff Johns version of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. And it could have been good if the studio, good. if the studio hadn't interfered and they had a real writer, you know, I don't blame the writer. Cause he's taking orders, right? Those well, they're, I- and so many you're in those big two things. There's so many writers involved, like a script Ugh. by Hodge. It's a hodgepodge script. So it's like, they weren't looking for that, but they didn't uh, like oftentimes with Warner, they don't know what they're working with. Like they don't really understand their right. properties. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is, that is so true. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't really have much more to say either. It's just, yeah. I'm only going to give it two ripped out spinal cords. Well, okay. How about you, John? I'm going to give it a three stooges eye poke. That's about all it's worth. <laughs> that's a good one john i like that that's i tip my headband to you yeah i i don't know 
See, so I see you give them the scores that low. You kind of think it's a horrible movie. I think, like I said, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. So I will give it four herpes-filled suitcases. Oh, my God. <laughs> a herpes-filled suitcase? Wow. What is that even, and why would you do that? No, I love that. Emo- I love that visual it evokes in my mind. I'm going to write that down. That sounds... What do you got, wrestlers in the suitcase? I don't understand. <laughs> When I had MRSA, I think I might have told you guys before, I, I pulled the little pus pocket out and I had this like this like inch wide pocket of pus that was all like I looked, I remember holding this up like this is nothing but pure infection. Like I could mess somebody up if I like put this in their food or something. Oh my god. But I, I flushed I flushed down the toilet. But I mean like that makes me think of that. That made me think of that. Like when you said the suitcase is full of herpes. I don't even know what that means, but I like it. Wait, wait. It'd be better if they're space herpes. You forget space herpes. See, we could write for Warner. No, wait, wait. You don't know what space herpes is? No, it's space herpes. You've never seen Ice Pirates? I don't (gasps) know what Ice Pirates is. Okay, that's... You got to see Ice Pirates, I'm totally unfamiliar with this movie. That might be the next movie we're reviewing. Do not. I'm, intri- I'm intrigued. I have no idea what Ice Pirates is. It's 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 I'm one of the. I'm disappointed that I've gotten this far. And the, I don't know. It's one of the top fifty movies that every geek has That's to have. Never in their heard of it. You have to have seen it. I'm sure you can find it streaming somewhere. It's All a right. Pretty old. Movie. I'm down. Yeah. I like old movies. Oh my god. I never. Space, I've never heard of it. Space herpes. Oh my god. Well, right, you, yeah. Uh, and okay, add that to your list. Just just go ahead, go 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 forth, my son, and um, and seek thy thy enlightenment. <laughs> Herpes luggage is the name of the, the episode, remember? So that's why that's why I said herpes oh, suitcase. So yeah, that's that's why. I said you carried around like luggage, but I like the extra step that you that you made on it and actually made the luggage full of herpes. Oh, of course. Which is so evocative. That's like you open it up and it's just like a big old pile of nasty like blood sores and skin. That's gross. This yeah, I don't no, all right, get, guys. I think we're done. <laughs> so, long story short, a, boys, long story short, boys and girls, you don't need to see this movie. All right, suitcases. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Any recommendations for our audience this week, JD? I'm going to plug the Kickstarter one more time. I got a couple. Don't I got a couple pledges while we were on the show. The Books of Jericho Volume Five Sundown, and now the next stretch goal we hit was Volume Six. The Book of Warlock comes out with it, so you're not just getting one new book you're getting two new books but you can also get all the books available plus we've announced two exclusive short stories hint 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 there will be a third so there's lots and lots of stuff that come with this thing i just want you guys to read some cool books that i'm really proud of yeah Can't i'm in a better place thank you guys for talking to me i was all super stressed out before this show i feel i feel much happier talking about suitcases full of <laughs> pus and whatnot <laughs> You are a complicated man. And no, one, and no one understands me but my woman. That's <laughs> Shaft. Yes, yes. I mean, I know Spice Pirates or Ice Pirates, but I know I Shaft. No Shaft. I know Shaft. All right, our, all our resident Shaft, John. What? Yeah. That, that. Well, that's my recommendation. If you are a geek, you have to have seen Ice Pirates. It is stupid and horrible and fun and and hysterical. And it's just one of those things like Monty Python that you have to have. And watching it might give you space herpes. Yeah, well. I think that'll balance out my regular herpes, so I think I'll be okay. Be like one of those Mr. Burns things where there's so many diseases trying to get through the door <laughs> at the same stu- time that you become stooges, immortal. Three Stooges <laughs> syndrome. <Yep. laughs> all right, all right. Well, I 
we'll recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com. You can find the podcast every week. Links to our social media at the top of the page. And comic reviews by our good friend D Square. But what I really am going to recommend, we had I talked about, we had George O'Connor on the show. He talked about his book, Charlie's Spot. Mine came in the mail today. So uh, I highly recommend. So George reached out to me. He told me that they do have extras available for retail and they will be available on his website, which is uh, homelesscomics.square.site. There will be a link in the description of the episode to check it out. He said they will be up by Wednesday when this show comes out uh, available for sale. So I haven't gotten mine yet. Can I have mine? Charlie's spot is one of the best slice of life comics that I've read in a long time. Like I, I guys like me or like rich do like do these big, bombastic you know crazy ideas and george like really kind of boils things down keeps it simple and just tells like a good a good natured story and i really appreciate his work and he's i don't say he's a dear friend of mine but he's really talented and i really enjoy his work i really like this book i think he i think he nailed something special with it definitely definitely so so there you go boys and girls on that note as always thanks for hanging out and don't let your cake get caught in the door Mortal Kombat! Oh, sorry. <laughs>